You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. As foretold in the prophecy, this is episode 82 of the Soulforge podcast. Welcome to the Soulforge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey, folks. Happy New Year! Sean here, your ever-present host of the Soul Forge podcast, bringing you more knowledge, experience, and excitement. Happy 2019! I thought I would start off the year in a rather fun way. Uh, last year's starting was a little bit depressing, so this year we're going to switch it up and have some, uh, I don't know what you would call it, uh, something a little bit different, something out of the norm, not what you're used to. Still, like I said, the Soul Forge is all about bringing you new ideas or experiences, different kinds of knowledge, different ways of doing things, and this podcast is no different. So I'll set the scene for you here. This, uh, what you're about to hear actually, is a recording that, well, I recorded it, New Year's Day. Uh, actually, we uh, had a little bit of a party here. You all remember Karen from several episodes. Well, she was here with her brother and her brother's girlfriend, and one of Karen's kids was here, and he has recently got into tarot card reading. I said, well, you know what a good idea would be? And he said, no, what would be a good idea? I said, well, if you uh, took out your cards and you did a reading for me, and we recorded it, and that could be an episode of the Soul Forge podcast. And he's like, you do podcasts? And I'm like, yeah, I do podcasts. I do the Soul Forge podcast, and I do the Rusted Robot podcast. And he's like, well, that's really cool. I should start a podcast, too. And I said, yes, yes, you should. But what you're about to hear is a recording that took place uh, January 1st, probably around maybe 1 in the morning. We had had some drinks, and we were a little bit overtired. It wasn't the most smoothest recording, but it was a lot of fun. And I asked him some questions. He put out the cards and did a little bit of a reading. Uh, now, he's not from town. Uh, he actually lives in Montreal, which is about oh, 10 or 12 hours from here. So he's gone back home now. But if he ever comes back, well, when he comes back, he's going to do another recording on a different topic. Uh, this one here was my first tarot card reading. Uh, I never had that done before. I didn't know what to expect. And I thought, well, I bet a lot of soul forgers don't uh, know what tarot card reading is like either or haven't had that done. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you have. Maybe everybody who listens to this podcast has had a tarot card reading. I don't know. I don't know your experience. But I thought this would be fun. My grandmother used to read tea leaves. And I had that done a couple times. And I don't really know how I feel about uh, mystical knowledge. Like, I would like to imagine that perhaps tea leaf readings, psychics, tarot card readings is peeling back the veil of the universe and exposing us to some kind of knowledge that we're not normally meant to have. You know, kind of like Ouija boards. I don't know. I don't have that information or experience with it, but it was a lot of fun. So I'm going to go ahead and play that recording for you. Uh, first, of course, you're going to hear 
a podcast promo for a wrestling podcast on the ESO network, and then we'll uh, get right into the recording of the tarot card reading. And of course, I'll come back at the end to wrap it all up. So here goes. The Pro Wrestling Roundtable is a podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. Every Monday, you can get your wrestling fix with news, interviews, reviews, wrestling talk from the past, present, and future. So much wrestling talk, even Bonesaw McGraw can't resist. Available on ProWrestlingRoundtable.com, iTunes, and the ESO Network. Come on and listen. I've only been doing, um, I've only been doing tarot readings for about a year now. I have found that... This particular deck likes to call me out on my shit all of the time. The same as everyone I do a tarot reading for, so you should prepare yourself mentally for the things that you do not want to admit to yourself. Uh-oh. That you know. Okay. This should be interesting. Is there a particular reading you would like to know? Uh, the I don't think so. The ones that I know how to do, I can do a, a card a day single card reading. I can do the past, present, and future, which tells you the influences of your past, your present, and how those affect your future. Well, that sounds interesting. There's a clarity spread, which gives you an overall sense of your situation and the three contributing factors to that situation. There is a connection spread, which includes five cards involving you, someone else, your challenges, and the uniting force between you two. And then it just gets more complicated from there. Okay, well, let's do the clarity one. The clarity okay. one. Yeah, that sounds... Is there a particular uh, situation you would like clarity on? No. No. Should there be? It would make it easier. Oh, Okay. <laughs> How about uh, finances and career? Okay, finances and career. I'll just shuffle it again with the intention of your question. Tarot cards are a tool used by um, many different peoples. It's usually associated with witchcraft and wicca, but I am a druid of the old Irish gods, and I find it a helpful tool anyway. So when I usually do the tarot readings, I call out to the powers of such gods. So... The overall situation that you are facing, I am not an expert at this, so I need to refer to the book for the majority of the cards, but the overall situation you are experiencing is a sense of grief and disappointment. What the Five of Cards, Five of Cups represents is um, a card that indicates a time of sorrow, a relationship may fall apart, or an old friend could slip away. There will be disappointment and even regret. When this card appears, it's important not to make any hasty decisions. It may also be helpful to look at the type of expectations you place on others. Perhaps they can never do enough to please you. 
So for the record, I am reading from the book mm -hmm. since the majority of the cards, the meanings still escape my mind. In this case, since you are looking at a question of work, employment, your overall situation with your job, the card that represents your situation is grief and disappointment. That's accurate, especially after today's work. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, but nobody was motivated. And it was the 31st of December, and nobody wanted to be working. So It would help me if I knew which work that was. Oh, I'm a mailman. A mailman, okay. Yes. Okay, well let's see what your contributing factors to your grief is. You have the Four of Cups, the Fool, and the Seven of Wands. The Four of Cups represents greed and discontent. Greed? Greed okay. and discontent. It says, an outsider would look upon your life and see supportive relationships, pleasures, and even a bit of luxury. But you don't see it that way. Instead, there is discontentment, apathy, and even greed for more. The Four of Cups warns you not to take your situation for granted or the people who supported you along the way. Look around you. What are you truly, lo truly longing for and name it? Huh. Travel. Travel. I should have something to say to that, but I don't. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I feel the same way with my own job, so I completely understand the discontentment there. But an outsider looking at my life would be envious. They would be. It's because they're an outsider and they don't know. <laughs> you, you run two podcasts? Yeah. I don't even run one. You could. I could, but I don't. And so I am envious. Whereas... The Fool adds to the mix as a card of spontaneity and innocence. What the book says is the Fool is ready to fly, his young wings ache for flight, and with a single step he leaves behind the comfort of the nest to begin the journey through the major arcana. Is he ready? Will he fall? Is this a card of beginnings? Or does it point to the side of you that is spontaneous excited, naive, and inexperienced. What it represents is perhaps in your discontentment and your longing for something more. So what the card represents is your need for more. You have a spon it suggests that you have a spontaneous aching. Perhaps take your work elsewhere. Take it, um... I'm losing the words. That's all right. We've had some drinks. We have had. I have had a lot of drinks today. <laughs> <laughs> but it tells me I need more. It tells you that you want more, not necessarily that you need more. Okay. What it suggests is that you are combining with the card of greed, that you are you are aching for this for your situation to become something more. Perhaps through money, perhaps through fame. Um, you are, it suggests that you are not content with the simplicity of what you have at the moment. Huh. Okay. Yep. Because I could always use more money to pay off bills and travel, and I could use more <laughs> fame by getting more listeners for the podcasts. Can't we all? Yes. So that's accurate. The Seven of Wands...
Hey, podcast fans, Spotify is making it easy for you to stream this podcast and many others like it on your mobile device, desktop app, and smart speaker. Open the app on your mobile device or desktop, click on the browser channel, then click on the podcast section. You'll be able to stay thoroughly entertained during your commute to work, your drive home, and your downtime, thanks to Spotify. So the Seven of Wands is a card of courage and inner strength. It's a, what the book says is a single wand stands up tall, ablaze with light. The others fall away in shadow. Such is the story of the Seven of Wands. You'll not find any strength or support from others, only yourself. It's a time to be truly courageous and stand up for your beliefs. You may feel overwhelmed with caution and fear, but your internal fire will guide the way. Well, I like the sounds of that. I don't know what it means, but it sounds good. I'm going to say, well, I'm not sure exactly whether it says to act upon your impulses, but it says within, you'll find the strength to find what you want and what you need within yourself. The only way you can move forward with with your job, with the two podcasts that you run, is through the inner workings of your mind. So I have to rely on myself. Yes. But that's not to say that you shouldn't let yourself rely on others. Okay. Is there any um, questions that you have about any of the cards in particular? I don't think so. So what I try to do with the cards after I pinpoint the exact meanings is let them tell a story. The cards um, often reflect independent values and when paired with other cards they tell they tell a story okay they tell a tale of what you need to know not necessarily what you want to know okay so this one here has five cups and it's got a horse on it it has five cups and it has a horse on it yes and that that one's by itself on the table here what it represents in its placement is the overall situation okay. representing greed and discontentment. Well, the other three, the Four of Cups, the Fool, and the Seven of Wands represent the overall factors that contribute to your greed and discontentment. So the Seven of Wands represents an inner strength courageousness, perhaps suggesting that you are aching to break free. You are held, perhaps suggesting that you are held down by current, your current situation, which correlates with the fool. It is a card of usually innocence and, and spontaneity paired together. Not a good combo. Uh oh. <laughs> well, spontaneous Mm -hmm. and inner courageousness, wanting to break free from something. Could cause me to be reckless. Yes. You will want to be careful with your choices regarding your situation. The Four of Cups, greed, discontentment. So what this is telling me is that I shouldn't quit my government job and <laughs> open up a bar down by the river. Probably not. Okay. I think what it's telling you is that whatever you want to do is not what you should do. Uh-oh. Okay. 
So don't quit my you job. You are taking. Uh, you are thinking more about what you would like to happen than what you would need to happen to get to the points that you want to be at. It is suggesting that you may be too spontaneous, too involved with, too focused. You are too focused on the spontaneous longings for um, a greater, just a, a greater meaning around your job, your, the podcasts, your whatever it is you do in your spare time, that you are not focusing enough on what you need to get to those points, what you need to stay stabilized in your life at the moment. I'm too scattered. Too scattered. You're too full of wanting. True. I, I see you have a lot of action figures and <laughs> comic book paraphernalia around. <laughs> yes. Maybe you should stop spending so much money on that. Probably. Pay your rent, pay your bills. That is the overall situation of the cards from what I can read. So focus on the important things. Yes. Focus on what's important at the moment mm -hmm. while thinking about your future. Try not to make any spontaneous decisions. Okay. Like an impromptu trip to Cuba? Yes. <laughs> okay. I would uh, think that's what it's warning you about. That's fair. So pay my bills. Don't do anything crazy. Buckle it's, down. Uh, it's taken me a long time to get to the point, but yes, that is the point. <laughs> okay. All right, well, that's fair. That, uh, that's probably good advice for anybody, actually. I am using the Wild Unknown Tarot cards by Kim, Kim Kranz, and it is the absolute best deck to use if you want to, call, to be called out on your shit. It gets... Um, the cards like to take a deep, a deep look into the psychological influences of your mind. I think that's all I meant to say. And I think I think it did it. Okay. So I shouldn't go spend uh, seven hundred and fifty dollars on a two foot tall Mumra statue. Preferably not. Okay. You you have a good collection already. <laughs> it's not bad. I think you can put your money towards what really matters. I noticed some lights flickering upstairs. Uh, maybe you haven't paid your bills yet. <laughs> no, the wiring needs to be replaced. <laughs> Invest in a new shovel because winter is here. I've got three shovels. That's I'm, good. I'm good. I'm, I'm good for shovels. Okay. Forget I've, what I said. No, it's okay. I've only been in this house for three months, so. Do you have any questions relating to any of the cards? Nothing else that I can think of. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> Let my bright light shine, don't be a fool, and don't fill up all my cups with toys. Yes. Okay. I, I think I can get behind that. And don't buy a horse. Don't buy a horse. Okay. Sounds good. At least not in the winter in Timmins. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's not a good idea. Unless you have a place to keep it. I, you have a garage. But I do, but... I don't uh, know if... Uh... It's not heated. No. Poor horsey. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for coming by and uh, reading my cards. I hope it was enjoyable. It certainly was. Now, wasn't that a lot of fun, folks? What do you think of that? Have you had a tarot card reading? What was your experience? This one here was just uh, a safe one. It was all about uh, career and finances and that kind of thing, just a general topic. I was thinking about doing one on love. Uh, of course, as many listeners to Soul Forge know, my life is 
has a bit of a focus on love, trying to find love, losing love, just, I don't even know, just love in general. A lot of episodes have been about that. This was my experience the first time. Next time Ed's is in town, or if I make it to Montreal, perhaps, I'm going to get another tarot card reading. I'll bring my recording equipment, and we'll do one on love and see what the future holds for Sean. Do you have any experience with tarot card readings or tea leaves or any other kind of thing? If you do, and you'd like to share your story, you can email me, soulforgepodcast at gmail.com. If you want to tell your story, either about tarot card reading or anything. If you'd like to be a guest on the Soul Forge podcast, we can Skype or Zoom and have a bit of a chat and go from there. So just uh, tweet me at soulforgepod or email me at the address that I gave you or even write a little thing on the Facebook page for Soul Forge and uh, we can hook something up. Anyway, that's been this week's podcast. Hope you had fun. Hope you learned something. Hope it opened your mind. Anyway, that's all for this week. We'll see you next week with another exciting Soul Forge episode. And until then, remember, the most powerful person in the world is the storyteller. Steve Jobs said that. This has been another episode of the Soul Forge podcast. Find us on Twitter at SoulForgePod or email the show via SoulForgePodcast at gmail.com. Soul Forge is a production of Sean Vanderloo and Friends. You can find Sean on Twitter and Instagram at Darth Vaderloo. Remember to visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links and share the show with everyone you know. Thanks for stopping by the Forge. We'll keep the fires lit until your next visit. How to Read Tarot Cards Learning how to read these ancient cards may help you divine the future or at least amuse party guests. You will need a set of tarot cards and practice. Step 1. Get a deck of tarot cards. There are many different kinds, but the popular Rider Waite tarot deck is the one recommended for beginners. Step 2. Read the booklet that comes with a new deck to learn the standard meaning of each card. Tarot cards are divided into major arcana or greater secrets and minor arcana, meaning lesser secrets. Major arcana represent forces outside our control, while minor arcana represent that which we have the power to change. Major Arcana cards are usually marked with Roman numerals. Minor Arcana cards are divided into four suits, wands, cups, swords, and pentacles. Step 3. Shuffle the cards well, then cut the deck as the person whose fortune you are about to read asks the first question. Step 4. Lay down four cards in a diamond pattern. The top card represents romance. Moving clockwise, the next card relates to finances, followed by the card for health and happiness. And finally, the career card. Different spreads involving more cards can be used as you become more experienced. Step 5. Turn over the cards and note the direction of the picture. If it's facing the reader, it's a positive card, representing good things. If the design is upside down or reversed, it's a negative card, representing conflict. Step 6. Interpret the cards. Don't just analyze what the cards mean individually, but what message they convey when viewed as a whole. Major Arcana cards carry more weight than Minor Arcana, which are meant to clarify the bigger picture. Step 7. Keep a record of your readings. It helps you refine your craft by keeping tabs on when you were right and when you might have misinterpreted the cards. Did you know? Tarot cards originated in 15th century Italy, where they were used as playing cards. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. 
Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Thank you.